Hello, everyone, and welcome to the clubhouse. This is episode 27. I've got good news and bad news. Dill, what do you want first? Bad news first. <clears throat> All right. We're dogeless tonight. Or I guess this morning, afternoon. Whatever, whenever you're listening. We don't have doge. It's very sad. Good news is... What's good news? Because we're going to be talking NBA. We had to bring in an NBA insider. A three-on-three and three champion. Trevor Park. Trev, how are you, buddy? I'm great, Keith. How are you? I'm excellent, man. It is a great day for some NBA. Great day for some NBA. But we got to talk a little Super Bowl first. But we got to warm it up first. <clears throat> and before we do that, i got to give a shout-out to the Cheap Seats Network and the Pick and Roll Podcast. That's where the home of the Cheap Seats Network is. Me and Patch, Nate, Dill, Doge, a lot of our guests. That's where we all go to post our podcast is the Cheap Seats Network. And uh, <clears throat> they got a lot of good stuff going on, so check out their podcast. So they just had a great guest, and uh, obviously we've got a good one here too. So before we move on to the Super Bowl, let's warm it up. And Dill, I'm going to kick it to you first. What do you got? All right, just a little quick hockey update. All right, so we, we're starting to have some of the uh, playoffs shape up a little bit more. Of course, we have our wild card uh, being the slot that I'm always looking for because Boston oh. and Pittsburgh oh. – the Penguins are sliding in there somehow. Um, haven't been too impressive thus far, but um, I mean they're a solid team like always. I, I just hate when my team you know has to play them. So right. uh, hopefully they don't sneak in, but we'll see how that goes. And then in the Western Conference, um, you know we have a couple teams racing. Actually, the wild card in the Western Conference when you're looking at the standings uh, right now are uh, are not too great as far as overall. Um, Record and points, so you know the, you know comparison Eastern to Western. The Western has definitely tapered off a little bit, um, but we'll see. Uh, right now, it's the Minnesota Wild, Ooh. St. Louis Blues. So sure. the Blues got in. Um, it should be interesting because Vancouver was playing pretty well, and now they've uh, kind of tailored off here. So we'll see how things shape up. Sure. All right, so uh, I'll warm it up here first. Take a couple shots here. Uh, Lakers-Celtics this past Thursday. Always a good game. Great rivalry. Um, you know, this game had a little bit of extra stuff on it, though, I think, in my opinion. Uh, you know, the deadline had just ended, so the Lakers players that didn't get traded for Anthony Davis were probably feeling a little bit better about themselves. I don't know if you saw. Lon- Lonzo definitely was. Yeah, so everyone on the team. <laughs> Uh, Lonzo definitely was feeling good in L.A. Posting that song on his Instagram story about uh, bad boys, we ain't going nowhere. So, um, you know, he was definitely feeling better, just like I'm sure the rest of the team. And they just got their butts kicked by uh, Edman's Pacers. And no, that's not Edmund Summer. That's our guest, Ed, uh, from Indy. <clears throat> so they whooped him by like 42, I believe. So, yeah, horrible. you know LeBron wasn't going to come back and get whooped again. So... Um, this was a great, great game, and uh, on the Boston side, you know, we are coming on, I, I think, a five-game win streak, so we are streaking a little bit, and then uh, LeBron, obviously, it was his first time in the Garden, uh, or TD Garden, excuse me, as a Laker, so that definitely had a little uh, extra oomph to the atmosphere. KG in the house, of course, rocking a throwback Rondo jersey, which is going to come back into play here at the end of the story, if you watch the game, I'm sure you know. Celtics, ultimately, though, we were up pretty big, looking good. Then we blew a pretty large lead, lost on a last-second shot. <clears throat> it was a crazy play. 
right after Kyrie split the D, had a great layup. And then, uh, you know, Lakers had this great shot, or not great shot, excuse me. Uh, Brandon Ingram put up a nice kind of layup that I think was blocked. Then in the scramble of the rebound, Rondo catches the ball with about a second left and, of course, just nets it. So what a classic ending. And, uh, of course, KG's got to rock the Rondo jersey as he hits a buzzer beater against us. So not LeBron, you know, not Lonzo, not even Lance to make him dance. But, of course, good old Rondo putting the dagger in us. What a classic ending. Trev, what about you? Warm it up for us. Uh, well, I just, uh, I, I, you know, I watched that whole game. Um, Celtics Lakers and uh, a couple things you know LeBron calling for the ball yes, um, late in the game a lot um, pretty dramatically and you know I, I, being a Cavs fan having watched LeBron a lot you know he does call for the ball but uh, I, I haven't really seen him go full Deion Waiters like that in the corner um, are you talking about the one in the corner yeah where and, he was and, just like screaming it, for you it you know and Kuzma's a, a, a much better shooter yeah, from low, three. low key. He was open. Uh, oh I mean, yeah, if I'm he LeBron, was. I put my hands up in the air like you're gonna make this. Right. And you know, on the la- on the last play, what you were just talking about, where Ingram gets blocked. You know, he had the ball, and LeBron didn't really call for it, and they just I I can't believe it wasn't like let's give LeBron the ball. Here right. That's what I thought. I was and shocked. I think that I've never seen that on a LeBron team in my life, even when he was in Miami. You know, yeah. it was never weight. It could have been weight at the end, but that was LeBron's choice. LeBron would have brought it up at least. You know, like and you know, yeah, passed and it to Wade. Taking the last shot in Cleveland, LeBron's passing it in. You know, he he was still orchestrating. In this case, it was almost like you know the Lakers and LeBron. Right. And uh, Very you know, he signed there for four years. Yeah. I can't imagine. Yeah. This whole team's going to be together that whole time. I doubt it. We'll see. Yeah. We will see. There's no doubt. So, <clears throat> Dill, you got something extra over there? I'm good right now. No? Okay. All right. Never mind then. Moving on then to quarter one. Some people saying the not-so-Super Bowl. I think is pretty Super Bowl. Um, so, just go around the room. We'll give our final takeaways from the Super Bowl. Did you feel it was a good Super Bowl, or did you think it didn't measure up to what uh, everyone was expecting? So, uh, Dill, we'll go with you first. What do you got? Yeah, so as far as the what people wanted, I don't know if it lived up to what people wanted because they wanted Tom Brady and Jared Goff and McVay right. to just have this shootout of a, a performance. And I think that what people forgot is that Bilicek is you know, a defensive guy. You know, that's how he made his mark about right. just scheming, you know, people in different ways. And once again, you come to see him do something. It's just like, okay, well. All right, here we go. He does it again. And it's, and it's something I thought that was going to happen as far as that. Uh, Belichick was going to have one of those performances. And, and truly, it was the entire team's execution on the uh, Patriots' part was really impressive. Um, whereas the Rams were sloppy at times. I think McVeigh looked a little bit uh, hustled. You know, I, I feel like he felt like he got gypped a little bit. He's like, man, yeah. I wasn't quite ready for what just happened, you know. Yeah. And I don't know how you have that happen when he's always been that detailed guy. Right. So when you look at it from from both perspectives, I think that uh, what the expectations were versus what happened – um, I think that that's going to be something that's hard to always obtain. Right, for but sure. 
from that aspect, I think it was a bad game. But from the aspect of actually what happened, I think it was a pretty good game because up until a couple minutes to go, it was a, you know, anybody could win this game. Right. Even though the Patriots were winning the whole time. Right. They, I mean, they looked like they should have been up 30. Yeah. I mean, at times. Right. No, they definitely looked like the better team. Um, and <clears throat> so it was just when it was a, a tied game or when the Rams had it and it was 10-3 to 3 and they could have maybe scored a touchdown and gone for two and would, would uh, 11 to 10, you know, who knows? Right. But. Trev, what about you? What do you think about the Super Bowl? Well, uh, I, uh, I do understand, you know, I was with a lot of people that don't watch football, but consistently watch the Super Bowl and I'm with them for the Super Bowl. Sure. And I understand why they were upset about the game, that it was boring. I do understand that perspective, but being a, a very big football fan, I, I personally think that if you get the two best teams and you have them play football, like you're not going to have a lot of scoring maybe right there's maybe going to be a lot of stops um you know when you you can't you can't orchestrate a football game it's not going to be it's not a movie this isn't a season finale and i think a lot of people were looking for like a season finale kind of action and it's like you know this is just a football game between two teams that got there and i do understand that the rams maybe were in arm's length but I don't think there was a chance they were winning that game at any point. It never felt like they were ever trying to win. Like, I I don't understand what happened with Todd Gurley. That's what I, I was can't think about up. anything else. He has you know, to be hurt. he isn't hurt. Has to be hurt. <laughs> supposedly he's not hurt. And if he isn't hurt, then I, don't, then I have to keep thinking about that and I'll never sleep again. But if he is hurt, that makes sense. And um, it's too bad that, you know, he didn't get to – you know, run the ball thirty times in the Super Bowl. Right, I can't. I can't right, believe right. that he wasn't on the field. And uh, and when he was, he was good. Um, I, I think the Patriots are better. Were better than everyone in the NFL. I know a lot of people wanted the Saints to be there. Um, I'm a Saint. I'm a you know a partial Saints right, fan. Yeah, I, um, I. I mean, you know, bad calls happen. That that's not right. anything that you can. Right. take back. You can't say that they didn't deserve to be there, the Rams. Right. Um, I, I I don't think it was a great game to watch, but it was a, it was a Super Bowl. Right. I, I don't understand saying that it wasn't a good game. Right. You know, I get that it was 13-3, to but you can't... Not every game's going to be you know, a, a field goal at the end, and is it going to get blocked and ice in the kicker? And Right. No, yeah. I totally agree. Like... I'm not going to go full Trey Wingo. Like, you know, I don't know if you saw his rant. Right. Oh, man. I mean, that was that, I, that was very scripted. Talk about scripted. Right. I mean, it was just... It was, <laughs> go get him, Trey. Um, <clears throat> but, yeah, it was like a good Super Bowl. How about this? Like, why don't we take this on for a factor? Like, two of maybe the smartest coaches were going at it, and that's why nothing worked against each other, you know? And, like, Wade Phillips isn't fucking, like anything to scoff at and like neither is josh mcdaniels like you just had great minds going at each other the whole time and like that's why flores going to coach be the head coach right me now like i don't know so like i think it was a super bowl i agree with you like yeah well maybe it wasn't your freaking 
Chiefs, Rams, like everybody's coming down to the wire because it's 50 to 78 or whatever, you know. And the Patrick Mahomes has to throw 90 touchdowns to come back, and it's exciting. But it's fucking Tom Brady, and he's getting it done again because nobody can beat him. So, like, I don't care how, like, boring it is. Like, you got to beat him. And, like, the Eagles had to do it, and that was a crazy game. And golf didn't look good, but he's he's awesome. I mean, you can't. Dude, yeah, I agree. Year. Imagine Mahomes in the Super Bowl next year, which you know I'm, it's not hard imagining. Or Baker in the Super Bowl in two years is really right. more hard to imagine. Like well, you know, he if he has a bad game, it's like his third year in the league. Well, how about think about this too, dude? So you're in the Super Bowl, and your two favorite weapons are not a factor. Cooper Cup, right? Who you just throw everything to because he'll just yeah, catch no, it. I, I agree. Cooper and Cup then, not playing was was horrible. And then you're like, all right, well, so give me not- some, give me some Todd Gurley, and they're like, ah, eh, well. Nah, we can't even we can't talk about the Tiger. Right, thing. so that's what I'm saying. It, it like, just, it upsets me. People who are saying golf is like, like not that great. It's like, all right, come on, like give the kid a break. Like, he let him right. there. He I mean, let him he there, is, he and he isn't. He isn't like a quarterback that leads. He's not the reason they were there. Well, it's funny because that's, the same people are saying like, oh my god, he did so great against the Saints in the dome. It was such a loud place. It's like, oh, but then he chokes the Super Bowl and like, now he's bad. It's like, come on. I mean, you're talking about playing the Saints and playing the Patriots defensively. I mean, what are we talking about? Right. That's what I'm saying. And Super Bowl Patriots, it's like a... Yeah, you know, underdog... Everything, everyone's like plus 10 overall rating. Underdog Tom Brady, like, Super yeah, Bowl. Uh, like, it's I mean, over. Yeah. It's over. All right, well, I'm glad we all agree it was a Super Bowl, so... All right, moving on then to topic two. Another little debate some people were having. Do you have any issue with Julian Edelman getting the MVP? You know, some people said he shouldn't have gotten it because of his suspension. Some argued that uh, Gilmore, with his interception and some of his defensive plays, deserved it more. Um, you know, there's always a case for Tommy Brady. Um, Trev, we'll, we'll kick it to you first. What do you think about the Edelman situation? Well, I will say that I uh, have an infamous argument with our buddy, uh, big time Jake Peters, about of, of course. Uh, Welker being better than Edelman. Uh, but that was that was years ago. And, oh yeah. Uh, since then, I have seen that that's not true. Um, Edelman's an all timer, in my opinion. He's Certainly. ridiculously productive in Super Bowls, and I, I mean, he he was the only person that could have been. A, if he wasn't MVP, I wouldn't have understood how he wasn't MVP. And um. The, the interception was a bad throw. I mean, if, the, if he had picked him off, like a Malcolm Butler, like, picked him off. Right. Then, you know, I get it. Um, but, you know, he, he no one really stood out. The defense played great, but no one else stood out like Edelman did. He was making great, important catches, like, consistently. Right. No, I totally agree. <clears throat> All right, so quick here, a little bonus, little Tej trivia. Sure. Edelman is the second player not named Tom Brady to win a Super Bowl MVP. Can either of you name the other? Like for the Patriots? Yes. Um, I know who it is. LeGarrette Blount. No. You said offensive? He's just the only player not named Tom Brady to win a Super Bowl MVP. Yeah, that's Edelman, besides Edelman. Oh, you were saying, like, which other Patriot has won yeah. Super Bowl MVP? Yeah. And actually, it's a it's a pretty crazy answer. I know uh, this too. I uh, I do I do actually think I know this. Give it. What do you got? I think it's Dion Branch. Yes, it is. And, and 
Edelman fashion. He yes, had like a exactly. Crazy good game where he just had a lot about a bunch of catches. Yep. Didn't even score because Vrabel <clears throat> scored in that game for them. Yes. That was uh, that was the first Super Bowl I watched. I believe that was the first one they did against the Rams too. So I think that might have been. No, uh, you're. Oh four. You're right. I think I'm wrong. The, the, the yeah the 2000. Four season Super Bowl. Sure. Um, it was against so, uh, the Eagles. I right. So, um, <clears throat> I'm not going to add to much more of what you said, Trevor, because I totally agree. I'm just going to say, though, for any people who want to hear the stats, 10 catches, 141 yards. Like, that's a lot, <laughs> especially in a low-scoring game. Like, and then the running back punches it in. So, like, I know Gronk had some big catches, too, so... Between those, Gronk at like ten percent health. Just, right, I thought he was gonna. So I thought he was gonna get it because of just the clutch plays. But I'm Edelman had so many that's yards. That's the last time we're gonna see him. I think play so football. too. So, the reason why you know I think there's one or you know a couple guys that could make a case defensively um, is Van Noy. I mean, okay, if you look at his sure. tackles and sacks, he had three sacks. That's not the sexy pick that people are gonna go for, you know. Like, I mean, I would agree I, that, with you. That's that's the thing, right? It's like that's not the, and you know he didn't have like a Von Miller type game where it was every single play he was right, there, right? Um, but he did have but he was all over sixteen place, tackles sure. with three sacks. So it's like when you're looking at that, it's like okay, it's a low scoring game because this guy is tackling the dude every play, right? And their third down percentage, the Rams. I mean, they're all right, Trev, give us this little rapid-fire recap here, and we'll uh, let you know how what we think of these trades here. Okay, so we got the Knicks-Mavs trade with Porzingis for DeAndre Jordan and Dennis Smith and friends. That is a crazy trade. I can't believe they traded Porzingis. Right. I, I think if they make some big moves this summer, it's a, it's a good trade, but knowing the Knicks... And there's history recently, it's probably a bad trade. But we'll see. Dill? Dill, what are we thinking? I love it for the Mavs, dude. Oh, yeah. I've always been, like, an iffy Mavs fan. Like, I mean, I'm not, okay. like, a, like, I'm never going to go around saying I'm a fan. Wow. Sure. But, like, I've always been, like, okay, like, I'm a supporter. Like, I've liked Mark Cuban. Like, like, I think that he's a funny dude. Right. Um, yeah. I love Doncic. I love Carlisle. I love a lot of their pieces. So, I think and the Porzingis, Dirk team that beat the Heat, too, is, like, that's a special team for everyone. Right. For everyone, yeah. I think. Yeah. And I was talking about. I mean, I know Nerlens Noel is no longer there, but I mean, I talked about him being on the team before right. and them being long and stuff. And I think that Porzingis is just a way better version of that. He's like fifty times. He's so many times better than Nerlens Noel. Right. So it's just like, oh, okay. If I like that, I love this. Nerlens Noel. It's like a billionaire's Nerlens Noel. Like I like that. I love this. So got to go with Porzingis the mess. Nice. Um. Yeah, I mean, it. I, I'd say Dennis Smith is definitely like a a Nick if I've ever seen one. Yes, dude. Um, yes, yes. And, and yes. they're they're gonna love him. He's gonna love them. He'll never leave. Him and, I mean, him and Zion will be nice dunkers. <laughs> um, I don't think he's gonna be on the Cavs though, because Zion's on the <laughs> gonna be on the Cavs. Um, uh, sure. But uh, yeah, I mean, Dennis is a is a perfect Nick. I think he's gonna be awesome there. Um, right. Yeah. So we got the Sixers and Clippers trade. This surprised me. Tobias yeah. Harris to the Sixers. Dude, they gave up that um, pick, too. The Heat pick, 
right? They gave up the oh, very no, that was later. highly coveted 2021 oh, yeah. unprotected Heat first round pick. Um, like one of the like, everybody's been after that because for some reason everyone knows they're going to be terrible that year. It's in like two. I, I don't get it. Last year was highly coveted. It's like that's in three years. Like, but yeah. everyone knows. So right. Um, <laughs> yeah. So what do we think of Teach? What do we think? I think that this definitely adds some depth and like another shooter to the Sixers team. I think it was a lot to give up two first round picks and some of those guys, mm-hmm. but. Their plan, they said, was to sign all four of these dudes and extend them, so... Right. Harrison's a free agent. Right. Like, just like Jimmy. So is Jimmy Butler, correct. Yeah. Um, and then they have Embiid and Simmons, kind of their, like, big four, they're saying. But I just feel like there's going to be times where <clears throat> one of those four guys is just going to get lost on the court, and I just feel like that's too many... Too many guys. But, I mean, I could be wrong. They could all gel really well, and it could work out, and they could be, like, awesome, and it definitely has a chance to because they're all super long and now everybody besides JJ Redick is like 6-7 or whatever so right. they can switch on a lot of people except for maybe some really great guards but as long as they have fatigue off they'll be fine right right yeah I mean I agree if you have fatigue off you do short quarters um, you know yeah. just don't you turn the subs off probably That'll oh be good. definitely right but I think I think it's a good move for sure we'll see if it pays off in the playoffs though Sure. Dill, what are we thinking? I saw him play a couple times um, against the Cavs. And I really liked that he... I mean, he was just a solid player. Yeah. Um, yeah. He's huge. He's just a big... He's kind of bouncy, too. He's a big dude. Yeah, he's awesome. Like, uh, so I, I do like that trade. Oh, quick 30. I want to say, I think he's very good insurance for when... More than likely, I think Jimmy Butler leaves. Sure. And they have a good big three with those guys. So, carry on. So, because of my past comparison of Nerlens Noel and Porzingis, here, I we, didn't, here I, we go. I didn't bring up the Jimmy Butler thing. Right. But he's very solid, like Jimmy Butler is. You know, just very solid. Like, you know what you're going to get from him. Right. Um, he's like an offensive Jimmy Butler, just volume right. scoring. Right. And... You know, just like a scale, like two-thirds scale of Jimmy Butler. Right. Um, so I, I like sure. it. Sure. Is that volume going to be there, Trev, like I was saying? Like, do you like this trade? Like, what do you think? Well, I think the, the big problem is that they play through Ben Simmons. And right. he's by far their fourth best player at this point. Yeah, now he is. At this sure. point, he's their fourth best player. And if I'm going to be biased, because I'm a big Duke guy, I'm going to say he's their fifth best player in this Fantastic Five, because J.J. Redick just dropped 34. Dude, he's but, nice uh, this year. He's been sick. I mean, he's always sick. I'm, he's I'm a big J.J. Better, guy. Better Shout out to the older. podcast. Um, they got to get get a... Yeah, he's, I, I, I do oh think that it was a good move for them. I don't think the Jimmy move was a good move for them. No, I, I, I agree. I think if they had made the Jimmy move, and they made this move, they'd be gross. Especially with, yeah, Rocco and uh, Sarich. Which is Robert yeah. Covington for all you non-nicknamers out there. And they like maybe could have moved people and gotten like Conley or something. Sure. Yeah. I, I really want um, him to go to Indiana. They're ne- they're ne- they'll never win if Ben Simmons is playing actually playing point guard. Like I get that LeBron brings the ball up all the time, but he doesn't play point guard. Right. Ben Simmons like, needs to post up. Forward. He's huge. Ben Simmons is a forward. He can't shoot. You can't right. have him outside. It's just easy. It's easy free defense that doesn't require any sort of like knowledge to coach you just are like don't cover him 
unless he goes inside. So the issue is kind of now is they have four dudes who like, I mean Joel Embiid's a pretty decent shooter, but like, none of those guys are great from like three point range, and they all just like need to be like shooting mid range or like paint shots pretty much. So like, right. it's just gonna be clogged, I think. So who knows? Right. But we'll see. On to the next one. I think all right. So then we have oh. the. Nope. Go on to the next one. Go ahead. Sorry. Oh no, you're good. We have the Bucks Pelicans trade. Um, this was a shocker. Um, Anthony Miritich. Davis. Anthony Davis went to the Bucks. <laughs> Three cola, Miritich, Nicola. Oh, great! Um, great to the Bucks. Um, they Three did give up cola. like a lot of like crucial to their rotation players, but then was it like I, four second round picks? Yeah, I, I, I don't know. Um, it was ridiculous. I, 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 for some reason, every like three years, NBA GMs are like, I don't think picks are valuable, and they trade them all. And then the next year, it's like, how do these teams have all these picks? And it's right. like, yeah. So, uh, Miritich to the Bucks is ridiculous, in my opinion. Um, I think he's, it makes he's him very, very wet. Yeah. Go ahead. Um, they also did trade away Thon. Yeah. Um, and got. Stanley? And then whipped Stanley Johnson. But they, got they him traded him, him, yeah, for Miritich, though. Right. But um, good deal. So that, and, yeah, and that, and that was a good move. Um, but <clears throat> what do we think of Teach? Dude, I think Miritich is going to play, like, pretty big minutes for them, like, down the stretch. And, like, he's going to be really nice for them because Giannis just plays in the paint all day long. And then you have Brooke Lopez on one side and you have Miritich on the other side just posting up in the corners. And Chris Middleton can run some pick and roll with Giannis or something. Or I just think it's a very, very good addition for them, and I'm not happy as a Celtics fan. But we'll see. We will see. Budenholzer sure. is killing it right now with the Bucks, and so is Giannis. Yeah. They look great. They look great this year. Dill, what are we thinking? So earlier on one of our podcasts, I mentioned that I would love to see Miritich get traded. Because he's just he just strokes it, yeah. So uh, I'm just glad that he was able to go on to a team that was, uh, you know, relevant. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. with him on the Bucks, or excuse me, the uh, Bulls before, um, Bobby Portis, baby. I mean, he was good with them <laughs> when they sucked. And they were able to. I mean, he was, he was able good to at have... the Pelicans. Like him and AD were nice. Oh yeah, and absolutely. Like... And Rondo last year in the play. I mean, like oh, they had some good pieces. Like right. Oh yeah, that was a big three. And it was just an interesting dynamic because they don't play like similar at all. <laughs> no. So they all play completely different. But like the way they could play together was the part that made it fun right. to watch. And so I'm a huge fan of this to the Bucks. I think the Bucks. I've never been a firm believer. Kind of like the Raptors, where like okay, like they're a good regular season team. Kyle Lowry sucks in the playoffs and chokes. Um, right, sure. Bledsoe might yeah. do that. Yeah, that's, and that's the thing. I haven't seen true. that from the Bucks yet to the point where I'm like, okay, I'm completely over that hump. But this is a huge piece to help me, you know, help nudge me, you know, along right. the line. So, right. He's the kind of guy that can change a playoff series for sure. Absolutely. Like, he, could, he can win you a game, no doubt, where he's just 14 of 18 with 35. Right. Right. Yeah, and he could easily just be like six of eleven and have fifteen points in like a bad game. Right. Right. No. Absolutely. 
Yeah, he's just he's better than Thon Maker for them. That's absolutely true. A huge upgrade. And Thon wasn't that like a little bit of a distraction too? Like weren't they kind of having yeah, some beef? He, yeah, he was like, I want to be traded. Yeah, or like, <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I mean, yeah. he said he wanted to play somewhere. All right, right. get him out of here. Yeah, see you, Thon. Peace. All right, so then we have the Raptors trade with the Grizzlies. Um, this was not really a surprise. I'd no. say this made sense to everyone involved. Um, I was surprised a little bit that the Raptors, again, made a big trade for a star and didn't give up anyone important that was young. Right, again. Um, how do they not have to give up those guys over and over? I don't get it. Um, I, I, I'm excited to see how they how Nick Nurse handles their lineup. Yes, They've dude. They've with Ibaka at center. Who's going to sit? Tell me right, right now. Who so, do you think? Oh, I think Ibaka sits. I, I want to hear what Dill thinks about the trade first. Sure, I like that. So, I think Marcus Saul is another one of those guys that he's a very quiet, um, quiet presence, but he's always felt. You know what I mean? Like, he's always there. Right. Sure. Um, he's going to have his double-double pretty much every game. He's solid from the line. You know, there's a lot to his game that adds to the Raptors' um, overall, you know, impressiveness and their, their piece of um, what they've put together so far. Now, with Kawhi in there, uh, I think that that, you know, it just, I, I do like it. I do like it. I don't understand how the Raptors... I don't know. I just don't get it because I'm just not convinced yet. You know what I mean? Like I was, I'm more in Still on the Bucks trade. I'm more in on the Bucks than in the Raptors. Oh, I agree with that. Even yeah, though you're, you're like wondering how they didn't trade Kyle Lowry. Yes. Well, it, from the standpoint, <laughs> not from the standpoint of like same deal. Get Conley up there. That would have been so much nicer. If you got Conley and Gasol and you took those guys from Memphis, Memphis one would hate you. I mean, unless. They have a beef with them, but I think they're no, in good I mean, standing. So. Right. They weren't so, going to trade both of those guys to one team unless you're going to give up like Siakam. I was going to say, yeah, maybe you have to toss Leonard, it in. just throw in Kawhi, just Kawhi for that would just, be so wild. Just hope. Hey, we're not going to have him after this year. Just take him. I don't know. No, it didn't yeah, happen, yeah. so it doesn't matter. Right. Um, but I do like it, and mm-hmm. I think that the uh, the Raptors moved up like. Eh, a half a scale, a half a point on the scale. Okay, sure. Whereas the Bucks trade, in perspective, was one and a half. Okay, okay. sure. Siege, um, what are we thinking? I like this trade for the Raptors. I think Mark Sell is going to be good for them. I think he is going to start. I do agree with you that Ibaka is probably going to be the guy that comes off the bench. But I would bet you, if Nick Nurse is a smart guy and he's in the playoffs, Mark Sell is not going to close games out, I think. Because everyone's just going to pick and roll switch to him, and then guards are going to blow past him, and then it's going like to gonna cause a bunch effect. of chaos. So yeah, That's I, very interesting to me because so I bet, he's very clutch. I know. which That's what I'm saying. Like I know he's really clutch on offense, so it's like, I don't know. I think be one interesting. of the reasons they got him is because Ibaka struggles towards the end of games, I feel like. That's certainly definitely true on offense. He definitely is not as great. So Though we both know he has by far the best 17-footer in the game. Right, I mean... Close. He's the league league best, I, I believe. Yeah. So, um, but like I said, I like the trade. I think it makes them a little more dangerous. But I agree with uh, 
every like everyone, I guess, or at least just Dylan, that they kind of tend to choke. So we'll see what happens. I bet Kawhi might be able to push him past that, but we'll see. I think I disagree a little bit. Um, in that I think this trade for them was like, I guess on Dill's scale, I'd say it was like two points. Yeah, I, I think, think it's. Like, I think it was bigger than Miritich because they needed it more. But I think Miritich like that makes them a lot more dangerous. I I think. I don't know. I think that Kawhi Leonard, when he's surrounded by like a really solid, smart defensive sure, yeah. offense, that big guy who can like shoot, like a guy like Tim Duncan, and that's like who Marcus All is. Right. Kyle Lowry's not bad. You know, I don't. No, like he's him. not bad. He he's just... not bad, and and they've got a really deep bench. Siakam's good. Siakam's really good this year. They could definitely, definitely come out of the East and like not sweat. That definitely could happen. All right, so. We've got Fultz to the Magic. Yes. We don't really need to talk about this that much. Um, good for is good for pick, him. Is he the worst number one pick of all time yet? No doubt. I mean, well, actually, I guess if he comes... It's him and, it's, it's him and Anthony Bennett, I was going right? to say, it's Anthony Bennett right now until Markel Fultz is officially done. Okay. And because I, he's got some... I still have hope for him, but it's very... Yeah. It's dwindling. I think Jonathan Simmons is going to be kind of nice on the Sixers. Yeah. If he can get healthy, stay healthy. I agree. Um, yeah. I Another totally agree. little low-key trade, Otto Porter to the Bulls. Um, what a cap dump. Know, Interesting move. Yeah, Otto Porter on that contract, you know, uh, change of scenery could be nice for him. Dude, but, but think about, quick 30, think about all the times that, like, people have been like, oh, we're interested in Otto Porter Jr., like, we could give you all these things, and they just give up, give it up for Bobby Portis, who is not actually that bad, but I think is expiring. And then oh, Jab- so good. Jabroni Parker, like who doesn't play any defense, quoted so, by himself saying right. that. Jabari definitely needed a change of scenery, and like I, I think agree. that he's like a really, 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 really crazy risk. But like I get it, they need something. Well, I'm just saying um, I think they should have if they were like gonna trade him eventually, they should have maybe done it earlier. Is what I'm saying, but. Right, right. I agree. When he had more value, I think right. they blew it on that. They could have, though. I agree with you, the though. Best player in that trade. I agree with you, though. It could, like, if Jabari Parker ends up working out, like you're saying, like, big risk, they could push him into the playoffs potentially, but I doubt it. So we'll see. Right, like, he could he could give them volume scoring, kind of like Okafor has for the Pelicans. Right. Um, well, and Bobby, Portis is, great Bobby Portis is pretty good, too. And, like, Otto Porter Jr. was Bobby, just kind of, like, there. Bobby Portis is awesome. Right. Arnold Porter Jr. Baller. was just there, you know, like he just kind of was a right three who was tall. All right, so um, another really quick trade. We have Shumpert to the Rockets. Like it, like it a lot. I love it. He's he was you know, killing he, it. He's got for a the lot Kings. of experience. A lot of experience. I get that. I'm a little bit biased here. I'd say more biased than with most players when it comes to Shumpert, but I love Shumpert. Right. I he could really help them a lot. I heard he was a huge locker room guy for the Kings. Yeah, definitely. He was really close with Kyrie. Oh, yeah. Certainly. Um, yeah. All right. So, the last trade that I've got is a little more important than those small yes, ones. dude. With Harrison Barnes to the Kings. Harry the Barnes. Um, I personally would like to say that this, for me, was the biggest trade of the season. Oh, I think he makes them Porzingis nasty. Yeah, nasty. He needed this. He they needed, needed it. This. I agree. He needed he it. They needed, needed it. it more than they needed it somehow, and they needed it so much. Right, 
which is actually pretty I crazy. I love the Kings. I'll say this. Harry Barnes, Harry on Barnes. that 73 win, what was their... I forget the name of that team. I don't think they won. Uh, um, he, he could be... He could. Yeah, yeah, that was them. He could uh, definitely be a similar piece for another young, up-and-coming team. Certainly. Um... <clears throat> I want to say that I love this trade on both sides. Mm-hmm. So, for first of all, Harrison Barnes absolutely needed to get out because he was like, I'm the man, I need the ball, like, get, like I'm better than all, everyone here, Like, which he kind of probably was, but maybe besides Doncic. I was going to say. Who really needs the ball, so that's why they're like, all right, Harry Barnes, get out of here. We're going to tank, keep our pick, which is lottery protected, so that's a big part of this too, I think. Yep. And we're going to create a freaking max cap spot, which I think is a big part of this too. And then we have Porzingis too. So I think that yep. was just overall big win for the Mavs because they didn't really want Harry Barnes next year anyway. So you trade him away, get some assets for him, clear up some cap space. And then Harrison Barnes gets to go to a team that desperately needed a wing that can defend with a bunch of young guys who – need somebody who to be like oh my gosh like what do we do here harrison take it and he'll be like yes like i'm the man so right. like he's loving it mavs are loving it great trade everyone walks away happy good work bill what do right. you think i think that barnes is a is an interesting guy to play with because he does have that egotistical mindset not that other people don't but i feel like i don't know i just feel like when i'm watching him you can tell he plays with that kind of right yeah he like, got that at unc yeah, like, I, I, yeah, I was going to say, when when I was watching him at UNC, uh, that's one of the things I was going to bring up, is that, you know, I remember him just always being, um, you know, one of the guys who wants it all the time, and, and you know, it's mine, 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 and not saying he's not a, a team player, but in the sense of, like, you know, I want to do what's best, and I think that I can do what's best. Um, and I think the Kings, as a young team, could use that. Right. right. So I think that for them it makes a lot of sense, and for Doncic, you know, stepping in there, um, you know, with Porzingis coming in as well now, and how that team is starting to form, you know, for oh, their future, they're gonna be sweet. It's gonna, yeah, exactly. It, it they're looking really good. You don't really necessarily need Barnes, and pretty sure he's making what twenty three mil a year. Quite a bit. I mean, they don't have their contract anymore, right? Right. That's what I'm saying. Okay. That's gone. So that's another huge yeah. <laughs> aspect to it. Because you can definitely replace him with other guys. I mean, there's a lot of people on the free agent market. For less money or more people for the same money. You right. know, like right. your value can definitely increase with other people. For sure. I think that's all the moves, right, Trev? Yeah, the only other move didn't actually happen yet. Um, sure. we, we should probably touch on Anthony Davis. Yep. Um, I know I talked a little bit about it earlier, but, you know, the Lakers pretty much offer their whole team publicly. I mean, it's like they put a poster up in their locker room, like, this is who's being traded. Dude, Um, so you know the old saying, like, they offered the kitchen sink? Like, they offered the kitchen sink and, like, the fridge. And, yeah, and all the the appliances. And the dishwasher. It's like the sink, it's like the disposal. Dude, like, you need these things. Like, hey, if you want the timeshare, take it. Yeah. Whatever you want. I don't think he can end up on L.A. now. I don't, I don't think it's going to happen. I don't think um, so. I I think let's each give our prediction for what we think is going to happen with Anthony Davis. Um, Teach, okay. why don't you go first? 
So I'm gonna keep hoping. I'm gonna keep praying. I'm gonna keep. To. I'm gonna keep dreaming. I'm gonna keep begging. I'm gonna keep doing everything I can to keep thinking AD is gonna be a Celtic next year with Kyrie. Hopefully, <laughs> fingers fucking crossed. We'll see about both of them. Who knows? But I think the Lakers. I think they still have a chance. I think the Knicks have a very good chance. Right. Um. <clears throat> and um, cause like if they get the number one pick, I think that's very enticing to the Pelicans, especially maybe if you offer in Dennis Smith. Like with that, or maybe you do Kevin Knox, or maybe you have to do all those guys in another pick or something. I don't really know what the Pelicans are going to want. I do think that the Knicks' best case scenario is to get like the fourth pick and they just draft Cam Reddish. Sure. Oh, that would be nice. Ooh, he'd be good. And they just keep him and they get Durant. That would be fun too. Um, But I think that they have a chance. I think there's some other teams that have a chance. Like, I don't know, like... Nobody's really talking about the Clippers who just have the Heat pick now, which is pretty important that everybody wants. So, sure. You know, I think there's a lot of teams they that are going to. Jerry West up top. Yeah, I know exactly. So I think there's a lot of teams that could have him, but if if you're going to ask me, I'm going to tell you in the Celtics till it's not true. So the Boston right. Celtics, Trev. Love to hear it. <laughs> Dill, what are we thinking? Off the top of my head, my gut reaction. Bring them home, baby. Come on. It's Say also, it too. It's also in the Northeast, but in blue and orange. I just think it might be time. The Knickerbockers? Yeah, but, you know, I think... Yeah, that, I was like, oh, Cavs throwbacks? That's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> That's why I wanted to make sure I got Sexton the... Sexton uh, and Zion and Shetty? Like, he'll do it. <laughs> just those three guys, that's it. Dude, uh, fucking AD and guys. Kevin Love would be fun as hell. If you threw AD on the Cavs right now with whoever all right, they all right. get We can't, we can't talk year. about this. Keep, right. keep, keep going with the Knicks. Right. Yeah, let's go over, right, right. back to real life. Blue and orange of New York. And I think that the whole thing with LA got totally botched where I don't know if you'll see many trades go between those teams for the next couple. I mean, for a very you know, distant time. Like, that was a weird situation. Right. Uh, from the whole standpoint of, you know, they leaked it too early, dude. You were bringing up the whole standpoint of like the owner was saying, "Don't ever, you know." Right. Yeah. Trade yeah. them. Or the owner ever. was saying, "Like, I don't even know if we want to trade to them, like at all, like or like I don't. It didn't like then, it was crazy. And then if when I heard, and then if the Pelicans weren't ever actually going to do that, but they just wanted to screw with the Lakers and get their locker room and you know. Right. In bunches. Just mess so, with them. Just, yeah, just to get in their heads. So that way they put everything on blast, you know, as far as, like, okay, what's your best offer? And right. they're saying, like, oh, I'm not even going to respond to it. What's a better offer? And they offer even more. And then, you know. Stephen A. was saying that, like, other teams and, like, owners were calling and saying, like, you shouldn't do this because of, like, the contract stuff with it and how. That had to be Dan Gilbert and my bet he called twice. Oh, I bet he called every freaking day, dude. Yeah. Every damn day. Um, because he had the year and a half, and people didn't want to, like, let him have that, I guess. They were, like, more, I don't know. That's what I heard from Stephen A. Yeah, but who knows what he's... And then the whole thing with Lonzo was him coming out after the 42-point loss, saying, like, you know... We played bad, so the Pelicans wouldn't want us. I know, that was wild. Like, so when you throw this whole week of whirlwind stories together, and who says this, and who says that, I mean, it's interesting, you know, how things are going to shape up. When it actually does, you know, unfold. Right. But I think that the Knicks are one of those teams that kind of just laid low, 
They have some assets. Don't they have a crap ton of money? I mean, yeah. Yeah, they have two two spots now that they traded Porzingis, which I think they could have done without trading Porzingis, but who knows? What do you think well, about no, they it, got though? rid of Tim Hardaway and Courtney Lee. And I know those are the guys. You said those are the guys that had the bad contracts, but like, yeah. you could have tried to do that without For some Porzingis. Reason they used Porzingis to do that. I mean, right, that's, that's like what I'm saying. The Lakers traded D'Angelo Russell just to get rid of a contract. Right, exactly. So we've seen like oh what we've seen some interesting things before, but also, I mean, are the Clippers like is that like a thing? What about them? For Anthony Davis, yeah, like, yeah, it definitely could be. Especially if Kawhi goes there. Yeah. Like, how much fun would that team be? Holy Just shit. Saying, like, I mean, that's <laughs> like the ultimate screw you to the Lakers. Right. He sure. goes to the Clippers. Right. So that's why I'm thinking maybe that is, like, something realistic. Remember because... that his agent is Rich Paul. I know. That's the big freaking thing in this. Somebody was saying that he might uh, leave them now because it got so messed up. But I was like, there's no way. Like, I'm. No. He just got him. Like, why would he do that? No. I agree. I agree. Um. I personally think that he's going to be a Celtic, but I don't think Kyrie will be. Um, I, I know, I've, I've heard I'm, you've been talking that. I've, I'm pretty sure that they're going to trade Tatum and people for Anthony Davis is what we're seeing. That's what it's looking like, which... Which are good. You need to do that. It's fine. Um, we got to keep Kyrie, picks. though. We need him. You still have picks, you still have people, you could sign other people. I don't think Kyrie's going to be there. I do need to say this. I... I swear I mean it. I really think Kyrie Irving will be a Laker next year. Wow. I definitely could see it too. I think Knicks, Lakers, Celtics. I don't think there's any other. Do you think that apology? Boy, if, they get, if they get Kyrie and they don't trade for Kevin Love, I don't know, man. All right. And now I know he's staying, which is exciting. Did you hear what Danny Ainge said? It was really funny. Yes. Because, like, who really fucking knows? Like, I don't know. Kyrie probably doesn't even know right now. Neither does Danny fucking Ainge. But, obviously, Kyrie came out and was like, oh, if you'll have me back, like, blah, blah, And then he, like, asked me July 1st. And then they asked Danny Ainge about the ask me July 1st. And he was like, oh, well, we've been engaged right now. So, like, we're planning to get married on July 1st. Like, yeah, so fucking like, funny. But, like, he doesn't have any fucking idea. Who knows? Isn't Kyrie the kind of guy that would, like, disappear on the day of a wedding? Certainly. He could definitely get cold feet. Oh, yeah, dude. I'm not, dude, I'm not ruling it out. If you're asking me, I'm not going to sit here and be like, oh, Kyrie Stan, I'm going to think Davis is going to fucking win forever. Fucking go right. Boston. No. Like, he definitely has a chance to leave. There's definitely a chance. You what? know, and one of my I think, I think he wants to. Next I think. Hold on. I think he wants to play with Anthony Davis, so I think if we get him, I think that'll help. Sure. Well, would That makes sense. That's, that's what my reasoning is. So if we're going to get Anthony Davis, we're going to get Kyrie. And I think if we don't get Anthony Davis, maybe we don't get Kyrie, and then it's like, whoa. What the hell are we doing, Danny Ainge? We gotta like, yeah, we like gotta act real fast right now. Yeah. And like, then we sign Kevin Durant. And it's all good. No, <laughs> I'm kidding. I probably can't even do that. Um. um go ahead, yeah, but bro. I was saying that you know LeBron drafted Kyrie in the All Star draft pretty early. Uh, I know. Pick number three. Pretty early. You think it's writing Pick on the wall three. with that apology phone call and saying like, "Hey, I understand." You know, he was maybe, at maybe, dinner with Kevin Love when Kyrie called. Maybe right, I shouldn't which is have, funny as hell. It's, this is a book that's already been written, and I know the <laughs> maybe, maybe I shouldn't have left so early. And, I loved the beginning. And we could have won some more championships. <laughs> and so he's like, oh, you know, I also I'll think, meet up with you in L.A. We'll do this again, 
I also think the playoffs this year is so fucking important for the Celtics too. Like we for have, a lot of teams. we have to get to the conference finals, if not the finals, or else he's gone. I for the agree. Rockets, like there's the no Raptors. way. I mean, there's a bunch of teams that you know. Kawhi, I think, is super gone. So I think that's gonna oh, factor in. I disagree. In. I, I mean, maybe not super gone. Super gone's the wrong word. I think I think Kawhi's staying. I think he's a Clipper. Wow. That's what I just think. That, him, and, him and Gilgius and Montrezl would be gross. Right, 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 right. Shame. Where's the? We gotta, we gotta move on, don't we? Yeah. Yeah. God dang. All right. Well, it's halftime, so let's take a quick break. Okay. And we'll tell you about where you can find all the Cheap Seats Network stuff, Dill. Where is this stuff at? Where can we find it? All right, ladies and gentlemen, we have the Cheap Seats Network. Yep. On Facebook. Boom. Type it in. Four words. Bam, bam, bam. The bam. Cheap Seats Network. And then on Twitter, it's pretty easy as well. The Cheap Seats SN for serial number, a.k.a. <laughs> on Twitter, at The Cheap Seats SN for Sports Network. <clears throat> I was going to say, I didn't know we changed it to serial number. I like that. <laughs> if you want to look or find just Clubhouse-specific stuff, you're just getting tired of the pick and roll report you know some people do i don't know who they are but i've heard so hey i don't know who they are but i've heard sometimes <laughs> just the pick and roll just doesn't work right so yeah know? sometimes you gotta switch up the offense so right. you gotta so, bring it back to the clubhouse you just want to come to the clubhouse see what's going on <laughs> so if you want to find us on facebook we are the clubhouse so <clears throat> you know you can find us under the podcast section if you want to find us on twitter it's clubhouse all one word underscore tcsn for the Cheap Seats Network. Then Instagram, same thing, but that's the clubhouse underscore TCSN. So that's where you can find all the clubhouse-specific stuff. And uh, like Dill said, that's where all the Cheap Seats Network stuff is. So check it out. I know, like I said earlier, Pick and Roll just posted something really good. And this is obviously a great podcast, and we're going to have more coming for you. So let's move it on then, boys, to the third quarter, the NBA All-Star Weekend. We're going to go topic number one. Let's work our way through the weekend. We got the Rising Stars Challenge. So I'm going to rip off these teams' names here and who's on uh, whose team. And we'll just give our who we think is going to be the MVP. And then, uh, you know, who, which team do you think is going to win? So, Team U.S. coached by superstar free agent to be, but likely Boston Celtic Kyrie Irving. We'll be coaching Team U.S., like I said, which is Jared Allen, Marvin Bagley, Lonzo Ball, John Collins, De'Aaron Fox, Jaron Jackson Jr., Kyle Kuzma, Donovan Mitchell, Jason Tatum, and Trey Young. So just freaking loaded with some good names right there. That's going to be a fun team. But if you're looking for a fun team on the other side, it's the Team World, coached by none other than legendary Dirk Nowinski. Which has OG Ananobi, DeAndre Ayton, Bogdan Bogdanovich, Luka Doncic, Shea Gildress Alexander, Rodney Karukas, Laurie Markinen, Josh Kobe, Shetty Osman, and Ben Simmons. So both of these teams are loaded. Trev, I'm going to kick it to you first. Who do you got here for your MVP and who do you think is going to win? Alright, well this is going to be a theme for me, I feel. Um, <laughs> I think that on Team U.S. with their legendary coach, Kyrie Irving, yes. old-timer. Yes. <clears throat> they have a spy on their team, Uh-oh. and his name's Kyle Kuzma, and he's been ordered by LeBron uh-huh. to win over Kyrie, and he's going to drop 40. <clears throat> wow. 
Wow. See, that's where Lonzo Ball is playing triple agent because he doesn't want Kyrie to come because he wants to play. So LeVar is actually going to get in the way. And Jason Tatum will just be hanging out because Lonzo's just going to hang out with Kuzma the whole time and play defense. Sure. (laughs) Sure. Um, So you've got Kuzma for the MVP, though? I do. I like that. I like that. I have Team World. I think Ben Simmons and Luka Doncic is going to be too much fun and too hard to beat. And I think Ben Simmons being the second-year, third-year player that he is um, has a lot of experience. (laughs) Yeah, the veteran Ben Simmons. I think he has a lot of experience over these guys, and I think he's just going to dominate, and he's going to get the ball a lot too. Um, So I feel like he could coach one of these teams. Oh, he definitely will be. I bet like next year. He'll be Team U.S. coach. <laughs> Dill, what about you? So, I think De'Aaron Fox might be Ooh. getting some playing time. Trying to show out for the boys? Yeah. I really liked watching him at UK. Uh, and I think that what he's doing over you know, West Coast right now with the Kings, right. to be three games above five hundred where they're at right now in the season, this far into the season, they're, what, 55 games in, I think, if they're 29 and 26. So... Um, that far into the season, and they actually are like competitive still. Right, uh, has been really impressive. And if you're a Kings fan, you have to be you know really looking forward to what's coming up here, especially because you have Bagley, Fox, Bogdan, which didn't Bogdan win it last year with the uh, yeah yeah bunch of threes that yeah, he hit he like eight hundred threes. Yeah, yeah I he hope they. What I think Kuzma's gonna do. I hope it's a blowout again, so they have that like dunk contest little thing like they did they last just, like, year too. Around and just yeah. Like, oh, yeah. Just I'm really looking forward to that potentially. I think Jared Allen's gonna have a lot of blocks hopefully. So when you have I three of your, I love his fro. Three of your players on here are in the top for the Rising Stars Challenge. I mean, you have to be really looking forward to that. Certainly, it's not like these are the lesser half of the tier of guys right. you know what I mean like these are some of the top tier guys so oh definitely um, yeah I'm liking De'Aaron Fox though. De'Aaron Fox Ben Simmons a little lefty I usually enjoy the all-star rising stars game like right. more than the all-star game yeah because they try know. a little bit harder because they yeah. need to prove something they need to be like alright yo I'm, I need to get my, you know, yeah. my spotlight and like yeah I agree Kyrie and LeBron both like set the record for scoring at the time in those sure, games. Sure, sure. People just step up. Right, I like that. Um, so, yeah, no, that's going to be a good game. I would definitely check that one out because I think this is one of the rare times that these teams are super loaded. We might look back at this, like, roster and be like, holy freaking crap, look at how many, right. like, all-stars are on this team right now, you know, potentially. So, <clears throat> moving on then, topic number two. Moving down the week, we got Saturday's contest here. Dunk contest and three-point contest. Pick your winners here. Dunk contest, Dennis Smith Jr., Miles Bridges, John Collins, and Sheik Diallo from the Thunder. Dill, who you got? They only have four guys now? Yeah. Why? I mean, I don't know. Nobody wants to do it, I don't think. It's kind of beat. I think it's because it's it's so difficult to come up with new well, Everybody's just like, all right, well, Zion's going to just do this. By himself. It's, next he's going to be full time slam dunk champion. Right. Um, no, but Why I think. I have to change it to the Zion dunk contest. Just have the uh, Zion. Just give it to him. Give him the Zion. Yeah, here's the Zion. It's not even in the NBA. Right. <laughs> that would be fun, dude. Do four college guys versus four NBA guys. 
Because then the NBA guys really got to come out and be like, all right. Let's we are going to let these look. Look. I know, right. I know that's not what you meant, but we can twist it. And these are, these, these are these are going to come hey, in Cheap here Seats and... Network's going to put this event on. You heard it here first. Let me just say Dennis Smith's going to win this and won't even be close. Yeah, so, I was going to follow that up with okay. maybe Miles Bridges, I but I think it'll to... be Dennis because he needs to be like, yo. I was New trying York, to get that get out. It. I think DSJ is going to get that. We'll get it out? Yeah. DSJ, DSJ, DSJ. Hey. Yeah, he's definitely taking this. There's no doubt. Three don't, point... call, don't call it the three-point contest. Don't even say it. It's the three-point showcase. Okay. I was going to say... It's um, not a contest. Topic number two, dunk contest, and then the Steph versus Seth contest. Yeah. Um, who do you think is going to have more threes in the showcase? Steph. It is going to be between legend Dirk Nowinski, Steph, and Seth Curry. At the same time, actually, they're going to go around and see whoever gets to the middle first will get the most points. Um, not true. Buddy Heald. Like, so wait. Wouldn't that be so much fun, though? Are they They're doing this in joint effort? No, they're not. Okay. They're facing each other because Charlotte's their hometown, so they're going to go off against Damian Lillard, Chris Cash Middleton, Kemba, uh, It's My Hometown Walker, Devin Booker, Danny Green, and Cavalier favorite Joe Harris, even even though he's on the Nets. Don't get it twisted. So I'm going Seth Curry here. I think he's just going to be a little little pesky and take on Seth. Seth? Seth? With an F, not a Steph. Steph. Wow. I listen just for fun. I think it depends. Listen, let me put it this way: whoever goes first will lose in that brotherhood. <laughs> like whoever's going second, I think is gonna tune it up mm-hmm. and be like, "All right, well, I'm getting one more than this guy." But what if Steph goes first? He's gonna make them all. Well, then Seth will have to make them all again, and then we'll just keep going. <laughs> that would be. Wow. Oh, oh my. Just keep backing it up. Steph they definitely. Let Steph do this. It's unfair. It's like not letting LeBron do the dunk contest. I was I gonna say it's pretty much it's pretty much only between Seth and Steph for me because they're playing at home. So, dude, I'm liking Buddy Heald in here. No, I would love to see Dirk win. Also, <laughs> Buddy yeah. Heald, Buddy Heald could do it. He's been wet. I, I bet Joe Harris puts on a show. But like I bet he Steph doesn't. is going to make like 30 and everyone's going to be like that's twice as many as everyone else. I bet who was Devin Booker is bad. I'm putting that out there. I don't oh, Kemba's going to be terrible. I no, think Kemba, he's at home. He'll be good. Crowd's going to love him. He'll need it. I think Kemba and Danny Green are going to be bad. Danny's going to be nice, I think. All right. Kemba like needs someone in his face. <laughs> Kemba needs to do that and then like shoot like a huge high arching three. All right. Let's move it on. Yep. Two. Topic number three. Who had the better draft? Who do you think is going to win? Team Giannis. Team LeBron. Let me lay out the teams for you here. So I'm not going to do it in draft order. I'll just name who's on uh, what team. So Team LeBron is LeBron James, Kyrie Irving, Kevin Durant, Kawhi Leonard, and James Harden for his starters. <laughs> just so funny like we don't have to talk anymore about who won but whatever carry on bench is ad clay thompson damian lillard uh did he trade for russ or did he trade for ben he traded for ben so ben simmons lamarcus aldridge carl anthony towns bradley beal and legend Dwayne wade 
So Team Giannis is Giannis, Steph Curry, Joel Embiid, Paul George, Kemba Walker for the starters. His bench is Chris Middleton, Nikola Jokic, Russell Westbrook, Blake Griffin, D'Angelo Russell, Nikola Vukovic, Vucevic, excuse me. Kyle Lowry and legend Dirk Nowinski. So, I think we can all quickly agree that LeBron dominated this draft, in my opinion. I don't know about you guys. I do need to say that if if you gave, like, Giannis or anyone else the first pick, and then I got the next one, two, six picks, yes. I would have LeBron's team. Like, the other guy would take Steph first, and then I would take KD, Kyrie, Kawhi, Harden, AD, Clay. That would be our next. I don't next think best you. Players. So. But you wouldn't take Embiid second if you were Giannis. Like, I, don't, I think that's where he no, messed no, I'm up. I'm saying, like, I'm saying, like, if you gave Giannis the first pick, and then LeBron had six straight picks, that's the only way he gets this. Team. Oh, you're saying, right. So you're yeah, saying, like, it's saying. first, and then, like. Like, he gets to pick right. six times then, and then Giannis is like, I guess I'll take Embiid and <laughs> right. Paul George. Okay, and Kemba, right. I yeah, agree and it's you. like, and then I guess my bench is whoever's left over. Like, right. This is one of those like snake alternating drafts. <laughs> Kyle just, like, over Bradley Beal. Bro, I can't believe it. I respect the hell out of the Chris Middleton move. No, but Anthony Davis, LeBron, Dude, you like could have been like, especially if they're trading players, you could have been like, yo, I'm getting Chris Middleton. I'm picking him fucking last. Yo, like, how about Anthony Davis mention the Bucks as one of the places he? That's what I'm saying. He doesn't pick him first. Giannis isn't on uh, Twitter. No, no. How about when he goes, I picked Paul George, he dunked on me this year. LeBron died. He started laughing so hard. Dude, Paul George is nice, though. Uh, I'm in, I mean, Paul George is nice. He should have been picked before Embiid. He's hot right now. Yeah, I can't believe it took Embiid. Yeah, I would have... LeBron was like, uh, Kawhi? Kawhi? Right? Yeah, he was like, oh, cool. And then he was like, Harden? Like, what? He, dude, he turned that mic off, and they turned the lights off, and he was like, Dude, I just fleeced Giannis. This is gonna be amazing. Dude, and he got he got LeBron too, like GM LeBron, who's with hanging out with Magic Johnson and Palinka, that guy. He's also freaking stroking himself off too, because he got everyone who's gonna be a free agent next year too. Oh yeah, like Like, they were probably they probably each bought him like a six (laughs) hundred dollar bottle of wine just for that. Absolutely. Draft. So who do you have then? Who do you think is gonna win? And then who do you have for MVP? Because I really thought it was gonna be Steph. He's playing in his hometown, but I think they're just gonna get, you know, mopped. So I'm going. Oh, Steph drops forty. I'm going Kevin wins. Durant. It could be Harden too, but I'm going sure. Kevin Durant. I'd say Kyrie. Ooh, need it for sure. Um, LeBron's just gonna be giving it to him all night. What about like? No, never mind. AD could be just like. Dude, what about Dwayne Wade? That'd be so much fun. Ah, uh, stop. Or Dirk, even, like, co-MVPs. Adam Silver just freaking working it already. Alright. So, speaking of the All-Star game, we're going to move on to fourth quarter here. And go... No, no we're not. Are we? Yeah. I'm giving your MVPs. Yeah, yeah. I haven't gotten yet. I was saying, Dill, give your MVPs. <laughs> oh, <okay. laughs> Uh, real quick, just because I, I was going to throw in, uh, so for my MVP, I just, I was say, I didn't know you were going to take 90 days to pick, though. That's for fine. some reason, I think that, <laughs> that's probably why we I think watch. the Giannis team is actually going to 
play pretty well. Oh, my. And I think that Paul George... You're going to sit here and say that... Let, let me say it. Let me say it out loud here. In a row. <clears throat> these are the names. In a row. LeBron James, Kyrie Irving, Kevin Durant, Kawhi Leonard, James Harden, Anthony Davis, and Clay Thompson are going to lose a game. That, that, no. I'm saying that... They have they, Carl Anthony Towns, too. I'm saying that... Right, I didn't even mention game. everybody. I know, but that team just... I bet James Harden, what if he's just like, all right... I think the other team's going to try time, harder. Time for me to get an MVP. I think the, the other team's going to try harder. The other team has to try harder. Yeah, well, they absolutely have to try harder. Which is the reason why, like, you know... I don't know. I'm excited to see Kevin Durant, Kawhi, and LeBron run just some crazy, like... Like a, yeah, du- a double screen Giannis, there would be super uh, fun. I want to see James Harden. Giannis has a chance, but so did the Cavs in the finals last year. Oh, sure. That's exactly kind of how I'm... Steph Curry has to play amazing. That's what I'm leaving it down to. And Giannis. But we'll see. He's not really a all-star-y kind of guy because you need threes. Right. All right. So... Dude, they also have Russ. Like I know Russ, but... Like, there are people down there that, like... Yeah, but there's people down there that, like, D'Angelo Russell and Vucevic... They've Kyle Lowry in the All-Star game. He's going to miss ninth. Race. Kyle Lowry, Jokic. I know about Jokic. That's Blake a Griffin. fun one. Blake Griffin's having his best year. Yeah, but Kemba Walker's dope. Russ no is one can for really... like Who's going to guard Kemba Walker? Like when you go, turns. who are the 10 best players in the league? The freaking 8 out of the 10 six guys that I just named or seven guys or whatever are close to being on that list if not very much. I just think definitely that, I just on think that, that list. They're all all stars, and that if the fact that one team's going to try harder, yeah. I think that's going to make the difference. All right, let's move to the fourth quarter. We got to right, and we got to do a little friendly wager here. We got to come up with a couple here. So we haven't picked our bets yet, so we're going to talk them out here. Friendly wager. We did it last uh, last podcast. We'll have to get the updated scores here. We're still crunching those numbers for you folks, so we'll post that on social media here sometime this week. But we're going to do friendly wagers here on the All-Star Game. So, I think first one to start off with, since we just did MVP, so that's our first friendly wager, I guess. We'll start it off that way. I think, um, what about most, like, blocks? Do you think there'll be some blocks? Do you think that's a good friendly wager? What are we... We could go assists... What about do we go player player matchups? What about like a who has the who throws the most alley oops? Okay, I like that. Who who would you suggest that? Uh, I think it'll be Kyrie. <sighs> I think he's gonna toss him up to Ben Simmons and KD and AD and LeBron. I think LeBron's gonna have a lot of dunks in this game. I don't think he's gonna play a lot. I think he's gonna have some stupid deep threes. Like he did the other day when yes. he literally pulled He's up been, one step yes. inside half court. Dumb deep threes, I think. Dude, okay, Trevor, I don't, I don't know if you're watching. All right, here, I got one, I got one, I got one, I got one, I got one. Before we go any further. D-Wade or Dirk, who's got more points? Uh, D-Wade. D-Wade. I'm thinking Dirk banks two threes, and that's that gets him there. I think Dwayne has two sweet dunks, and they're just like, all right, guys. Let's, All right, let's, so get, the, let's get the young bloods in. Alley oops. Yeah. I think. Kemba. Chef Curry. We're going Pop Dame. One. Dame. Dame Dalla. Yeah. <clears throat> Trev. What are we doing? 
who's going to throw the most alley-oops? Oh, I, I think LeBron. Oh, yeah, you did say that. My bad. Um, um, we should have most points in the game, right? 100%. 100%. Um, I'm going Durant, dude. We're doing straight-up points, not points. It's got to be Curry at home on a team with no one else who knows how to play. Oh, yeah, you're right, actually. I was going to say... He's playing with a bunch of fans. I was just thinking about picking my MVP because that's how you probably have to win. But, yeah, it is going to be Steph. And unless, dude, they could let just let Kemba just go to work. Yo, that's not... I don't think that's a thing. Okay. Oh, it could It could not be. Certainly. PG, Dill? That just come out? Are you sneaking that in there? He was my MVP. Okay. Paul George? I think he's going to ball out. I could see it. He's pretty nasty. Um, what about most steals? There's a lot of people with some, some lanky arms. I'm going oh, it's Kla- Kawhi. Claw, PG, Russ. I wanted to go Kemba. Maybe Clay. Kemba with steals? No. I'm going Kawhi. Little guy getting in there. Uh, More like Harden. I feel like Harden will be scrappy because it's... Because he wants to be? Yeah. Because sure. he's trying. Yeah, right. Um, dude, Jokic could throw a lot of alley-oops. Back to that. Sure. Um, okay, let's do. I'm trying to give a couple more. What about a combo? A combo like a two for a two for, like Paul so, George or Paul Pierce always does with the the yeah, people. Yeah. What about points? Points, boards, assists. Yeah, give it to just them. the triple, straight three. The triple. Points, boards, assists between. Oh, definitely Russ. Hold on, no, no, no. We're we're putting out. We're gonna. It's gonna be a combo package. So two from two from yeah, Team Giannis, two from Team Braun. So Who for you got? LeBron, do you want to do Clay Thompson maybe as like somebody like kind of like a you want to go bench two bench guys? Clay Thompson and maybe Lamarcus Aldridge. Why don't we go? Like why don't we go the first two picks on both teams? Anthony Davis and Clay Thompson and Chris Middleton and Jokic. Anthony Davis and who? Clay Thompson, Chris Middleton, and Jokic. Like those. So you got a big and a small and a big and a small. Yeah. Try to balance it out. Or we could just go Ben Simmons versus Russell Westbrook, the triple-double machines. That's got to be what it is. And it's Russ. It definitely is Russ. Ben Simmons will have some nice dunks, but Russ is going to make some threes. Um, all right, what do you guys think about for most rebounds? I think this is an interesting one. It's like they're just somewhere just gonna fall into people's laps. Uh-huh. I'm thinking. I don't think it's gonna be Russ. I think LeBron. I think he's gonna look to make a lot of those big long passes so he doesn't have to move. Right. Like those big long assists. Yeah, those just big just launchers, right? D most rebounds. I'm thinking. Uh... Thinking Jokic, Jokic, sure. Trev, who'd you say again? Uh, Russell. Russell. Okay, sure, sure. All right, folks, that's gonna wrap it up for our fourth quarter. Let's swing it in here to our buzzer beaters. Trev, are we running the old pick and roll like out in the old clubhouse parking lot? Where do you want it? Where do you want the shot? Um, I'll take. I'll take. You know what? I'll just take. Uh, you want top, top of the key? Isolation. Yeah, take the yeah. top of the key. I'll swing. I'll 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 make give you some room. Sure. All right, what do you got here for your buzzer beater? Uh, how about uh, look out for the Browns in the draft? Right, sure. Oh, definitely. Draft day Browns. Look out. Kevin Costner. Wow. Wow. 
Big D, I know you like in the corner. Murray, what are you doing with your buzzer beater? Buzzer beater, I think that the 12 and 10 Florida Gators are going to take down the 21 and 1 Tennessee Volunteers today. Funny to have. And I wanted to get it. Funny to have on record, too. This is great. Two hours and 11 minutes before tip. Wow. Okay. So, 4 Eastern. Right. I like it. Sure. I hope so. I'm looking forward to uh, going to Pacers Cavs tonight. Kevin Love's back. Adman uh, let me get some tickets. And then I'm also looking forward to checking out uh, Celtics Clippers to see how that goes. So I think we need to bounce back after our loss to the Lakers at home. So looking forward to it. Sure. Alrighty, Trev, dude, thank you for joining us. Thank you for all your NBA insight. This is a great yeah, pod. We appreciate it, man. Good to be on here. Absolutely. We'll have to get you back on here for the playoffs probably. Oh, yeah. For sure. <clears throat> All right, Big D, thank you for joining as always, man. It's always a pleasure to be uh, be on here with with you gentlemen. Absolutely. Um, it's, it's always a good time. Toji, we know you're not here, but you'll be back soon. There's no doubt. Thank you, everyone, for listening. This is The Clubhouse. <laughs>